I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite podcast on the Citadel. Don't tell the other podcasts. I should go. So I don't know if we're going to end up using this as a cold open, but I have to point out something real quick. Okay. Um, It is Christmas time, 2021. And you know how, like, I guess the thing, which has been a thing for years now, I'm not a fan because I... I try not to be super traditional, but you know, you know me, like I don't mind like, you know, nice little Christmas lights outlining like a part of the house or even like a bush outside or something like that. For sure. But then, you know, came the the era of the inflatable, um, inflatable ornament thing. And I'm like, that's just too much. Mm-hmm. Um, and like there was a snowman that was deflated hanging over a fence. And I'm like, I feel you. Like, that's <laughs> how I feel around the holidays. <laughs> So I guess the other thing I've noticed is a lot of houses where they just have the projections that just display in the outside of the house and it's just rotating. Yeah, it seems so lazy to me. I mean, like, great, they're doing more than I am because, like, I don't do Christmas decorations. But, like, throwing up a projector and putting it on your garage door and being like, look, it's it's synthetic snowfall, LED shit. It just seems very lazy to me. But it's funny because this house across the street... They have one, I guess it's supposed to be snow, but it's just a bunch of white circles just <laughs> spinning around. And honestly, it just looks like the album cover, The Beach House is Bloom. <laughs> it's a hipster Christmas. <laughs> I just thought that'd be fun to point out real quick. <laughs> it's just like, I can't stop looking at it. And I'm sorry, like, <laughs> because for some reason we will do this without any editing whatsoever. There'll just be a lot of awkward pauses as I, in my head, go through the entire track listing of the album, staring at the side of this house. <laughs> I mean, there are worse things. There are worse things to think about than Beach House, of all things. Oh, I guess for all purposes, made it to the end of another year, and I don't know how to feel about that. Existential dread. <laughs> yes. Isn't that a great way to start a podcast? Because it's like, I know I'm going through it. You're going through it. This was a year. Uh, so, <laughs> theme song time, y'all. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. <laughs> hey, you laugh. I fucking love that song. Oh, you've seen the the meme that's like that song is about witchcraft until somebody walks in and then yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. Yeah, because it's changed my head canon for that song entirely. Now I fuck with it. And we've had this discussion on the podcast and off the podcast about where our alliances fall with the Beatles. But yet, Paul McCartney, it's weird, of all the songs, that's the one I give him a free pass for. Because all Christmas songs are stupid. Yeah, that's right, I said it. Come fight me. No, I was actually taking a sip of beer. Correction, they are both stupid and threatening. Have you heard the lyrics of Santa Claus is Coming to Town? You better watch out. You better not cry, which is like, what the fuck? Right? You better not pout. I'm t- like, and then it's like Santa Claus, and then it's like, oh, he sees you when you're sleeping and he knows when you're awake. I'm like, yeah, that's, call that's not great. The authorities. Right. FBI, CIA, NSA, NCIS, like SUV, <laughs> whoever. Get this man off the, like, he's stalking people. Yeah. Hashtag cancel Santa. <laughs> also, we know full damn well Santa has never gone down a damn chimney. Because all these years, I'm like, how is this dude fitting down these chimneys? And it's not magic. He has a whole nope. workshop of people who are uh, size-wise much smaller than him. He could easily fit into stuff. Santa ain't leaving that sled. I don't even think he even leaves the North Pole. <laughs> nope. <laughs> He's just a figurehead. He's right? just Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Santa Claus is Elon Musk. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Cancel this man. <laughs> I was, it's like, please, never mind. I was going to make a joke about the rocket, and I'm like, nope, I'm not. That's not that kind of podcast. We just had that discussion. We are. 
talking like a teen will remain free of any talk about any sort of genitalia. Yeah. That's making us better than at least 90% of other podcasts. Yeah, you're fucking welcome. <laughs> How are you, friend? I am grand. I am super stoked to talk to you. How are you? I'm also stoked. Um, This is wild. Doesn't it feel like we just did one of these? Yeah. <laughs> we just did this. You know, it's, it, it was funny. I had kind of the strangest, like deja vu earlier this week where i'm like you know what i want to do like more than anything in the entire world i want to fucking play bug snacks <laughs> which is exactly what i did around this time last year was it really was it bug snacks yeah i want to play bug snacks i want to listen to carol carol Benino and play bug snacks and you know what i did it last night for like an hour and i'm like this hits <laughs> i love it i love it so much so without going into like a whole thing it has been a year trademark symbol yeah. holy shit um i don't even know how to begin to like just process and not that it's all bad necessarily but it's just been a lot to deal with i agree but i will say the one thing that saved this year much like what saves a lot of years, is, of course, good company. <laughs> Music has always been a part of my life. It's been a part of yours. And like I've said before, it's always been the basis of our friendship. I think like the bed of our friendship is usually music-based shit. Right. And it wasn't even just like, oh, here's a bunch of cool shit to listen to. Like A lot of this shit was just, it was like not only good, but like really good, exceptionally good. Yeah. The hit, there's still albums that came out this year that I hadn't even fully listened to because just as one came out, something else was coming out. And I'm like, I only have two ears, y'all. <laughs> I only have two ears and 24 hours a day. And <laughs> I have to sleep at some point. Because <laughs> within weeks, it was like every time I die had come out. Then, like, right after that was like Mastodon. And then Montero came out, which, of course, nothing else got listened to for at least a solid month straight. Uh-huh. Okay. And, of course, if you haven't listened to that episode, that's just me, Industry Baby. You should, because we go into great length. But, yeah, this year was stacked to the to the gills, to the brim, to the, to the very top of just great music. And, I don't know, I'm rambling. Because <laughs> it's just so, there was, like, I, I didn't want to focus on all, like, the crazy bad shit that happened. Y'all are on the internet, y'all know what's yeah. going on. But, but just in the world of talking like a teen... So much crazy shit happened. We have a new hockey team. Uh, we might lose one. Um, <laughs> that's not funny. Uh, so we don't talk a ton of hockey on here, partly just because of logistics. You and I have a conversation about the Blues game on Tuesday. And then, uh, spoiler alert, it takes like a month to edit an episode. And then everyone's going, which Blues game? Oh, you mean that one from six weeks ago? Okay, cool. Sweet. No one cares. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so if you're one of those people that's like, it's a, the fucking podcast says there's a hockey tagging if they never do it. That's, that's a big part of why we don't, but I would be remiss if we didn't document the fact that Ben Bishop retired this week and that I'm sad about it. Cause I love him. <laughs> that's right. Shout out to my man, German suplexing a homeboy. For being in the crease, and that's my only claim to anything Bishop related. Because after that, I'm like, you have made a fan for life, good sir. Oh man, he's the best. He's the best, and I'm sad. Like the NHL is losing a real one. He's one of those players that, like, I consider myself very lucky to have been able to watch live for as long as I could, living in Florida, and then being able to see him play games here and stuff like that. So. I don't, I don't really have anything like super profound to say. It's just that like he's retiring and it's really sad. And like the fact that it's kind of out of his control sucks ass. And I'm sad. That's the part that's really sad. You know, and we know this as two people that watch a lot of sports, the life expectancy of an athlete is surprisingly short. Yeah, for sure. I couldn't imagine. I'm not an athlete. You know, I would like to go out, of course, on top of my game or at least just realizing, hey, I'm maybe coming off a championship win or coming off a good run. And I'm just deciding, you know what? This is just time for me to step down. 
Right. I think it's just especially crushing considering the nature in which he's having to step down, which must be crushing for any athlete to basically have to admit, unfortunately, my body will not allow me to do this thing that I trained practically my entire life to do. Mm-hmm. I know Mike McKenna is also another uh, goalie who grew up in St. Louis. When he retired a couple of years ago, he did TV out in Vegas for a couple of years. And now is a goalie coach for an AHL team or an NHL team. I don't remember exactly who he is coaching for. To spend like 14 months rehabbing and trying to get back to what you think is going to be playing shape and then and then going out there and being like, oh yeah, this is this is not working. This is not going to continue to work. And then having to basically like stop and reassess your entire life at that point has gotta be it's gotta be rough on your brain. That takes character. To then have to do that publicly just to be like, you know, this oh is this is it. And again, he's well so well respected. <laughs> Class act all the way through. And like I said, I'm not nearly the fan you are. Like I said, my claim is that I remember this dude suplexing somebody for being like, you are too close to me. Back up. (laughs) I felt that in my soul. The things you get away with when you are six foot six. (laughs) He's a giant. (laughs) Yeah. Like going to six foot six at that point, why are you even shooting at the net? Just don't even bother. Like just skate around and keep passing it back. I'm not trying to do that. <laughs> that was my favorite thing when when Bishop was in Tampa with Vasilevsky as his backup. Bishop's six six, Vasilevsky's also six six. Like they were the they were the tallest. Yeah, they were the tallest tandem in the NHL. You get in net and it's just like, why bother? It was just like two fucking giants <laughs> standing there. It's fucking Skyrim. I get too close to so you, you're gonna punt me into the fucking air. Exactly. <laughs> Shoot your ass into the Tesla coils. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Oh, I guess we probably should tell people what we're actually doing tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Ben Bishop Retrospective Hour. No, um, <laughs> it's the third year. It's the third time we're doing it. We made playlists, y'all. I want to point out, though. When we record these and when we post them, I'm going to listen back to each of these. And every year, shit gets realer. <laughs> it really does. Because when we did this in 2019, it was like, oh, new Blink-182. And like I forgot what else was on the list. Cause it's like Tegan and Sarah. Because that was, that was Tegan and Sierra, yeah. Blink-182, Old Town. And that's the thing. Well, actually, that's, that's yeah. true, though. Because Tegan and Sarah's on this list. Spoiler. <laughs> and- <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> and Lil Nas X. Yeah. Turns out not much has changed. It wasn't Kara Carol Benito on that playlist too. Yes. But let's let's keep it a hundred though. The song's still slap. And you right? know what though? We are at the end of the day, we are us. Yeah. We're nothing if not consistent. But there's a lot of surprises on both of these lists that again, everything was coming out right after another. And it's like I, I know that the world the way it is, it's like I, I, I'd imagine a lot of creators were finding ways to deal with it, get through it. And not that I'm saying that this is necessarily something that we wanted to happen, but I would argue that some of the, the artists on this list have put out probably the best stuff in their career. Yeah. I just wish it happened in a, a different circumstance. Yeah. We're still in the middle of Panini people, so <laughs> you just like TLDR'd my whole opinion on the garbage album that came out this year. <laughs> just so we're clear, and I'm saying this publicly, we are just going to do a full album episode, right? Yeah. We could go a solid four hours on the album alone. Yeah, and that's one of those where, how do I say this gently? If you have issues with our politics, uh, that's probably an episode that you're going to want to skip. If they have an issue with our politics, at least you and I, why are they yeah. listening to this podcast? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Because we're charming individuals, that's why. <laughs> so if you are an asshole, any kind of phobe, um, yeah. just an overall just not great person, why are you listening to us? Yeah, Go fucking listen yeah. to Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, 
<laughs> like, congratulations, you found a one podcast that doesn't hype up ivermectin. Okay, also, <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> c- congratulations, you also managed to find a one podcast that doesn't have a white dude. There's not a white dude to be found in it. Good job. <laughs> you win. Well, which is why I decided to make the point of not mentioning, you know, because my God. The over under, and I know we'll, I swear we're going to get to this list, and we, I might cut this whole part out. I just have to get no. this out. Express yourself. <laughs> Express yourself. I've now pulled this thing with podcasts. You know the type I'm going, I'm talking about, mm-hmm. where the over under and how quickly someone's talking about the junk, and I'm sorry, I lose that bet every fucking time. And it's like, is this why podcasting, no wonder we get a bad rap. I don't want to hear about strangers, genitalia. That's just me, but... I mean, within context, this isn't even a place where that's a thing. Like, if this was a podcast where we talked about that kind of thing, then okay, but it's not. Yeah, let's not. So... (laughs) 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 So, again, if you've listened to us, you know how this goes. Ashley and I both made a list. Now, I'm saying this personally speaking because I don't want to speak for you. Because Uh you are your own-ass person. I didn't want to say best of because, one, I'm trying very hard to not make my fandom a competition. Mm-hmm. So I tried to reframe this as some of my favorite stuff. I think I literally just called this end of the year playlist. Like, at the end of the year, I made a playlist. Here's my playlist. Right. And spoiler alert, you and I both kind of started this with like 40 fucking songs in mind and trimmed down from there. So chances are, if, you're, if your particular favorite song wasn't on our list, it probably was at one point. <laughs> and we stressed, we panicked, we sweat, we swore. We might uh-huh. have actually inadvertently gotten into an argument about it. <laughs> yeah. Because... We were trying so hard to nail this down because we normally do what five a piece was it or was it ten? So the the first year we did five and last year we did ten, and <laughs> I <laughs> I wanted to try to stick to ten because ten's and you know it's one of those nice round numbers and I'm like this is this is fine we can get this down to ten. So I think I started with a list of like thirty five, <laughs> and then I trimmed it down and I got to thirteen. Before I messaged you and was like, I can't fucking do this shit, man. Like, we got to figure something out. You were so upset. And so was I because you were already could like accusing me of cheating. And I'm like, actually, I I know we did this so that we wouldn't have to cheat. And I still did. (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) It's like, I didn't cheat, but I'm still a traitor. (laughs) I gave us 15. You were so you were upset like, at me, and I'm like, Ashley, like, I love you, but come on, fam. Like, you came at me so cross with that. And they like, snuck a fucking eight minute Foo Fighter song at the end. Like, I wouldn't notice. How dare wait, you? Wait, was it really eight minutes? <laughs> wait, I don't I, know. It, it felt very long. <laughs> <laughs> which is uh, sadly, I did the thing of like, wait, the only aim in the Foo Fighter song I know of was Come Back off of One by One, but that song came out in 2002. Wow. Um, okay. <laughs> the, the song is really only four minutes and 17 seconds. Why does it feel so long, Jesus? <laughs> all right. So, and also, every year there's this one song I know that Ash is like, look, I love Adrian, but. I, the first year was the whole blame it on my youth incident. Oh my god, I'm still a, I'm still upset about that. There was one song <laughs> where Ashley's just like, I might have to cancel my dude on a technicality. <laughs> yeah, last year was Deftones. <laughs> so this year, I didn't expect it to be Foo Fighters, which I guess at the same time, fair. <laughs> it, okay. That particular Foo Fighter song does the same thing that a lot of... This is a weird analogy, but I'm going to use it anyway. It, did, it does that same thing that a lot of Tool songs do, where I'm like, bro, I get it. The pieces fit. Can we move on? <laughs> <laughs> so we're not doing a Tool episode then? Uh, you're going to have to find somebody else to pinch hit for that one. Sorry, dude. I know me. The Scorpio on me is like, well, you listen to Radiohead. Yeah, those I know. songs take at least 25 minutes to start. I I'm know. like, Tom, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, but you know what? They go somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it takes about 50 minutes to get there. And then by the time I'm like, oh, this is nice and it's already over. I'm yep. like, was this all intro? Like, yep. What the- 
<laughs> I enjoy atmosphere. <laughs> so do I. My atmosphere is just a little different, though. That's all right. <laughs> this list is already tearing us apart. We hadn't even gotten to the first fucking song. <laughs> I, but I, honestly, I feel really, if I think about it, though, this is a perfect like encapsulation of what this year was, where this wasn't like the year prior. It wasn't even like the first year we did these, where at least on those, it was like, all right, we're just going to do this fun thing. But this one, it's like we really struggled because it was just like it was very hard to find the flow and find the rhythm to a, a 12 month span. It was very erratic. And I think. I can't speak for your playlist, obviously. Mm -hmm. I can only speak for mine. I sat down and kind of wanted to make a like a thesis statement on the year. And I did that. And I, I like my playlist a lot and I think I think it works. But it, it took a lot of contemplating to sort of get to that point where I was like, all right, well, what is the thesis statement of this year? And it turned out my thesis statement was a lot more anger than I think I expected, uh, which led me to some interesting places as far as brain stuff. No, that's fair, and that's very valid. Yeah. For me, I think it was anger, but in the music itself, maybe it wasn't necessarily angry, but just very aggressive. And it's funny that a lot of songs I had on this list were a lot more aggressive, and I cut them from the final cut, which, just to point out real quick, we decided to do like director's cuts of our playlist. So when we post these on our Spotify, which you should be checking us out on Spotify, because we have some great playlists. Um, Ashley's Tuesday tunes list is fucking dope. There'll be a lot more songs, but obviously we nailed it down to 15. But yeah, you're right. A lot of it was, I think, anger. Mm -hmm. And especially for me, I know a lot of the anger was the, we supposedly had went through the quote unquote worse. Yeah. And we were supposed to come out of that. And, you know, we did the hard part. Now we just had to do these few things so that way we can get back on track. And that wasn't enough for some of you fucking idiots. Yep. <laughs> and I'm not even editing that out. Because nope. for those of you who did the hard part, you did all the quarantining you did, you did your vaccination, you did your distancing, masking up. A lot of people sacrificed literal lives, their time, mm -hmm. everything. So that way you figured, hey, this few months of bullshit, on the other side of that, we can actually start working to get... Nope, wasn't enough? Nope. Now we're back with fucking variants that half of us can't even pronounce. So uh -huh. now we're back in it and we're upset. <laughs> so yeah, our playlists were a little, a little aggressive this year. And how do I say this? Outside of the COVID stuff, just from a political standpoint, I think a lot of us that aren't rich white dudes were promised some shit and thought that shit was going to get better with the regime change. And then it turns out, hey, uh, not so much. In fact, this rich white dude that's in charge now might be worse than the one before it. He just knows how to keep his mouth shut and speak politely. The Empire didn't go down when the Death Star exploded. Yeah. I'm going to go into your list real quick because All I right. think we both, this was not intentional. We didn't plan this out. No. But I thought this was really cool what happened this year is that you and I both had a lot of similar artists. Mm -hmm. But yet the song choice between the two of us, kind of amazing. Because we overlapped, we overlapped on churches, we overlapped on garbage, we overlapped on St. Vincent, we overlapped on sleigh bells, and we overlapped on Lil Nas X, and then we overlapped on Meet Me at the Altar. Good God, we overlapped on almost half of my list. Jesus. <laughs> uh, so yeah. <laughs> but churches, all right, like... Every one of these albums that we picked and songs could be its own episode, and they probably will be. Our love of churches has been well-documented on this podcast. Hell yeah. Scream Violence. Turns out, good album. <laughs> Every album that comes out, it's like, there's no way this is getting any better than this. It's like me during right. PlayStation 2 being like, this is it. <laughs> We've peaked. This album was, it, funny enough, a lot of this was hard to listen to because there are no punches being pulled at all. Mm -mm. 
my playlist last year and my mindset last year was like trying to find the chill in a in a year that was decidedly not chill. And I think this year was just sort of it was almost like the antithesis of that where I'm like this is all bullshit. Let me embrace that feeling of like frustration against like the way that women are treated and like all of this other different stuff and just like if it's going to suck, let's lean into the suck and I, I guess I'm not the only one that decided to do that because a lot of bands put out music that was kind of leaning into the suck. Right. I also know you, and I think that both of us, deep down, as much as we try to be like angst and snark or whatever, I mm-hmm. think with some of the songs that we both picked, a lot of these songs did point out the things that sucked. There are also a lot of songs that attempted to be hopeful. For every flipping the bird, you had Cloud Nine. Yeah. Which I didn't know anything about Beach Bunny prior to the fact that Tegan and Sarah were involved. Mm-hmm. They rule. They're so good. So, do you remember like one of the first episodes that we did? I told you that all I wanted was for Tegan and Sarah to do like a, like a beach rock kind of song. I remember that very vividly. That's this. And you know what? It rules. <laughs> It turns out it's really good, and they should do more of it. That was one of the songs that was on constant repeat pretty much all year for me. So they recorded an original version, which was, it just had he pronouns. And then they recorded the second version with the courses having different pronouns. And just, that second version means everything to me. And like, that's, the fact that it exists means everything to me. I love it so much. And it's such a very simple, but yet powerful gesture. Because they didn't have to do that. Right. You know, this idea that when it comes to doing something new and different or revolutionary, you think it's got to be this grand sweeping gesture, but something just very simple like that does something so much more. And even if it necessarily isn't geared towards me, which I mean, I loved it, but someone out there will hear this and it'll mean the world to them. Yeah. And that's awesome. As you would often say, it also fucking slaps. Yes. <laughs> Turns out, good song. Turns out, Tegan and Sarah, when they do features, uh, they're a lot of fucking fun. Yeah, they're great. Oh, they did another one this year. It was like a like a dance electronica dude. I can't remember who it is off the top of my head. It was also very good. Tegan and Sarah. Turns out, they're pretty okay. But I do appreciate, at least with yours... Like, your, I think, aggression was very subtle. Um, Mine was not as such. (laughs) And yet, I love this dude. And, okay, so I'm trying to find a way to incorporate this without going on a whole rant, because I don't know if it's time for Adrian's story time or not. We haven't had one in a while, so, like... You know what? Fuck it. Let's just hit the theme. And now, it's time for another edition of the Wind and Nostalgia-Filled Ramblings of Adrian King in a segment we like to call Storytime. Here is your host, Adrian King. So, as we pointed out many times this year, it sucked. <laughs> and that's not even counting pandemic stuff, because obviously there's a lot of personal stuff that, you know, we're not really comfortable with sharing on the, the podcast. Now, something that I've always loved was video game music. Um, Something that I thought was really cool that I didn't, at least I wasn't aware of until the pandemic was a lot of artists were getting together like on Twitch or on YouTube and other places doing like online concerts. Finding artists and people within the video game music community, honestly, without, this is going to sound really weird, but I think in a lot of ways it saved me this year. It kept me sane and these concerts and just meeting people and between like you know Ankaku Overdrive um, shout out to Ken also Josh who does bonus stage Um, then there were two like big conventions like VGM Together and also uh, VGM Con I think a lot of those shows and meeting a lot of those artists like that was really what made this year special and I know of Ropanagati before the pandemic but I had interviewed him recently on an episode of Agent Has Issues this year. I wanted this year to pay tribute to a lot of those people that got me through 
without their knowledge, really a, a really rough year. And the storm was, I think, my first track because, like, that to me, it was aggressive but beautiful. It's foreboding but hopeful. And it's like, to me, like, if I think about a song that encapsulated this year, both the good and the bad, like, it was this song. I don't know if Rose is ever going to listen to this, but thank you. This has been another edition of the Wind and Nostalgia-Filled Ramblings of Adrian King and the segment called Storytime. And it's great. It is so much fun. That whole album has made me ugly cry. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> and you know me, every year I have like that one song that's hyper-aggressive. I'm like, is Ash going to be okay with this? But then I realized... This isn't aggression in the sake of just being like loud and like violent, but like this yeah. has heart to it. Yeah. This <laughs> this does not qualify as angry white dude music for a whole host of reasons. But like um <laughs> <laughs> I actually <laughs> Wow. You know how sometimes you hear things as they come out of your face and you're like, that was probably not the best move. That was that just then. Um, All right. But you want me to keep that in or not? That's fine. <laughs> I don't care. Okay. I think it's funny. Um, this song, I actually really liked it. You know me, that sort of overly aggressive metal guitar stuff is not normally my bag, but you're right. There's a lot of heart here and there's a lot of beauty here. And it didn't feel aggressive for aggression's sake. Right. Like it, you could feel that there was a story here. So I would be interested in going and actually listening to the rest of the album. Yeah. You know, what I appreciate about both of our lists is that you and I both had one song on there that TikTok tried to ruin. <laughs> and, and we both just said, no, no. the song, this song is ours and it slaps regardless. <laughs> I didn't even notice that until you just said yeah. it. Holy shit, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm mad at mine. I'm, I'm angry that that shit hit as hard as it did because I was like, I heard it one day and I'm like, what is this? Like, get this off my, get this out of my ears. And every day I heard that song and I'm like, shit, this shit slaps. So then I'm like, all right, yeah. I'll Shazam it. And then I was yeah. like, what? <laughs> Justin who? <laughs> Bieber what? <laughs> <laughs> and for me like oh god um <laughs> tiktok really did try its damnedest to make good for you not fun anymore yeah tiktok tends to oh, do that to a man. lot of songs sorry y'all <laughs> just a bunch of 17 year old girls being really mad at their boyfriends and that's fine i get it like feel your feelings express them but good god i didn't need to see it um <laughs> <laughs> that sounds mean no but um, we're look let's let's not lie we're older. i'm old <laughs> and yet you're four years younger than me so like how do you think i feel i'm old okay i'm uh, all right we've advanced past high school feelings stage and you know what have we um i'm okay fine um <laughs> hypothetically <laughs> In a perfect world, more often than not, we <laughs> have both surpassed the high school feeling stage. And you know what? We've come out the other side mildly better people for it. And I get it, man. Like, this girl, she's a baby. She's a zygote. Like, <laughs> and she went through a thing and she... It turned a shit situation into something that a lot of people connected with and that's awesome and it fucking rules and i'm happy for her man because the song slaps not for nothing the subject matter it's like okay maybe if neither of us are actively in this situation mm -hmm. you feel it for her yeah or them whomever um yeah but this is oof it's so bratty and it's so petty, but fuck it. Let's just go there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what What is the point of doing anything artistic if you're not doing it from a place of self-expression? 
at the time in which this was written and the time it was performed and recorded, this shit came from someplace. And I even looked at the song and ducked down. It's like, I don't want to be in this situation. <laughs> You're like, uh, this ain't me. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag not all men. <laughs> oh, wow. Wait, first off, I would like to point out for the record that that did not come out of my mouth. The views expressed by Ashley Berkey do not oh reflect those God. of Adrian King and his affiliates. <laughs> Um, had oh, copyright man. 2021 all rights reserved. <laughs> Hashtag not all men, but definitely that guy. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Actually, that's <laughs> the one thing I love about these type of songs is who the fuck fucked up enough that right? you got a hit single off of that shit. Yeah, you really have to step out of line. <laughs> like, if I fuck up, then fine. I'll let that happen privately in the in the, the safety of my own home and whatever <laughs> i do not want to turn on the radio and be like oh shit oh no that's that's my dirty laundry that everyone is bopping to uh thanks i hate it you know it's like that that big you ought to know energy where if i were uh-huh. fucking was it dave coulier where i'm like yep i would change my name <laughs> I would get like I don't know some plastic surgery. I would basically get a new. I would be like Black Widow at the end of Winter Soldier, being like, "I burned through all my identities. I gotta make up a new one." <laughs> I am not going anywhere because once that shit got out, and people be like, "Hey, weren't you the subject to that that hit a lot of Morissette song?" Like, dude, like she nope. named the. Sh- <laughs> I am a, I am a research scientist that researches fucking snow shit in Antarctica. Get me out of here. Bye. Yo, in a movie theater, my guy? (laughs) Don't worry about it. (laughs) Cut it out. (laughs) Aw. That's unfortunate. (laughs) Oh, yikes. Um, it wouldn't be a list from Adrian if there wasn't a song from a Fast and Furious soundtrack on here. Wait, I didn't have it on here. Yes, I did. Yes, you did. Shut up. <laughs> I was like, I thought I did it. Look, look, I just want to point out for the record, for the record, this almost didn't make the cut. I almost went a whole year, but then Fast 9 came out because guess what? <laughs> I did the... The one song from last year thinking Fast 9 was going to come out in 2020. No, it got delayed. So guess what? Now you got more Fast and Furious. Lane switcher. Yeah, but you know, okay. This this sounds mean. I don't mean it. I I mean it lovingly. Uh, the song from last year was lame as fuck. This song rules. <laughs> <laughs> um. Wow. You know what, though? That's fine. You know what? I'd rather you be honest and be like, look, that song sucked. No, that song didn't suck. That song it was so, so astoundingly mediocre. And that's fair. And you know what, though? I'd rather you be like, look, I didn't like that song. That's okay. Yeah. I honestly, to be honest, I felt the same about Good For You until I spun it enough times. And I'm like, oh, shit. I actually yeah, like this song. The first it. time I heard that, I was like, Really? Because okay, I was a late bloomer to the Olivia Olivia Rodrigo trade. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, that shit just hit like today. Yeah, I mean the whole filming a tidy desk concert in a DMV. It's like all right, you got me. It's old. <laughs> this song's so stupid, yeah. but it's so much fun. And it made me sad about Pop Smoke all over again. We can't pull a virtual heist without hearing his music, and it's like, damn, you get sad. It's like, we just stole a bunch of fake money, and yet, damn, this dude is not here to enjoy the fact that millions of people will play this mission and not be able to hear his own song on Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. But this song's amazing, only because I feel like it encapsulates Fast and Furious, at least the ninth one. I don't know. It's just weirdly hype. Yeah. So I'm sorry that the last one was not to your liking. <laughs> That's fine. You fixed it. Um, wow. <laughs> All right. I'm trying to think what else. What else is worth talking about here? Uh, Kohi did a thing. And of course, as in true Kohi fashion, I'm like, this song slaps me. Meanwhile, I'm like, why are there tears running down my face? <laughs> Shit's sad as hell. <laughs> so, yeah, if you're a Kohi fan, 
that song definitely hits because it's like, all right, cool. I'm bopping. It's got a great chorus. And I'm also depressed. So, yeah. <laughs> we got to talk about Cara Caro Bonito. Hell yeah. Let's fucking go. <laughs> this sneaker song, if that's an indication where they're going next, like, fucking sign me up. Because it's like vintage Caro Caro Bonito where, like, they're rapping about ridiculous stuff and I'm here for it. But The Princess and the Clock and the Civilization EP was just something that I wore out this year. So I was not surprised when it was like on my, my Spotify like top five songs played or something like that. I think it was I think it was number one actually. <laughs> um they're a band that's hard for me to like pontificate profoundly about just because like not every band needs to change the world. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Carol Carabinina signed up to change the world. They're not doing no gods, no masters kind of shit. Like they're doing stuff that's important to them, but like they're also singing songs about like sneaker culture. And that's fine. And you need that. And cats versus dogs. Yeah. You need you need a little bit of like levity. So I get it. Um they're great. And not that I would ever tell anybody to like not fight the good fight, but every so often you have to take a break. And I think that was the thing that was tough. I wanted to like put that music on this list that said something. But at the same time, it's like, I also want to have fun. Yeah. One I know I definitely want to point out is um, both are St. Vincent choices. Man, the melting of the sun just fucking grooved. Like, it felt like getting up on Saturday morning and you don't have anything really going on. And you just make a cup of coffee and you're just like sitting there and vibing in like in front of a window and the sun is shining through and and your day is just kind of starting and you're just sort of waking up and that's like the vibe of this song but also like the lyrics are like fucking post-apocalyptic and shit (laughs) um i don't know i have weird feelings about it but it's it's all good that was the song off of that album that really kind of spoke to me well this whole album was a tribute or even call back to more of like I guess a seventies themed groove. Yeah. And we've said this thousands of times. Like anytime Andy Clark releases an album, you know you're in for something because funny enough, as I found out accidentally thanks to uh Instagram stories, um <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm not posting those by the way. No. I just I already posted the one. Um which apparently got a lot of good marks for so apparently people dug it. Yeah. But it was kind of funny to me, like, there was these three Instagram filters that are based on St. Vincent um, album cycles. You know, it's like, the one was based off, of course, Daddy's Home, which is the latest album. Then there was the one from Mass Seduction, and then it's self-titled. And it's funny to me, as these filters are playing, and then, of course, the music that's playing with them. And it's crazy that these albums came out pretty close together, and yet you have such completely different vibes and... St. Vincent just does this great job of just capturing this mood. And I, I do feel bad for anybody who maybe came on at the subtitle or even Mass Seduction thinking that that was just her. And Because I know there was a lot of weird pushback from Daddy's Home for some reason, but I think they were probably imagining that she was just going to make like another heavy pop album. Yeah. I liked it, though. It's really fucking like that was crazy. And I didn't even get enough time to listen to that one because at the same time, like I was addicted to a synth wave cover of like a song that is about close to 35 years old, which was out in the town by Ian Cowell. And I felt, but I felt like I was cheating on this one because technically the song was recorded this year, but this from a, from a game that came out in, like, what, 1987, 88? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but my dude Ian, like, you know, talking about the video game music scene, I don't know what it was, and I've heard tons of covers of this, but this one was just so much fun, and the video for it is amazing because, I don't know if you've seen it, um, but he is playing the song and of course there's footage from the game in the background but it's also mm-hmm. imposed a footage of him dressed as link just grooving oh like he is dancing his <laughs> ass off and it's just this moment of some really great guitar playing some really good just instrumentation but also just fun yeah 
And that's what I was really trying to incorporate. It's like, okay, there's some songs that, of course, it's like make me rage and stuff to make me think. But there was also just a lot of just dumb, fun shit that came out that it was hard to get everything together. I know you fuck with Twin Shadow pretty heavily, so I was surprised that Twin Shadow didn't make your list. But they definitely, definitely made mine. Shit, and this was what was happening. For every album that was coming out, I was like, damn, I forgot about Twin Shadow. Twin Shadow ended up being two out of my top five songs streamed on Spotify this year. And I know a lot of it is because like, I would just go and play. I played Twin Shadow radio constantly. Because it was just like the perfect mix of like, here's some hipster bullshit. Enjoy. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the new Twin Shadow album, it came out at the perfect time. It came out like late summer. And um, the the initial single from it, Alemania, is a song that I immediately was like, this rules. I like it a lot. I looped the shit out of it. And then like the rest of the album also happened to be really, really great. So, if you're into hipster bullshit, and you haven't listened to the new Twin Shadow album, do that shit. I'm still not even emotionally over, was it care, the album prior to this? Yeah. Where it's heavy, like, it's... Yeah. It puts you through your paces. This album doesn't do that to the same extent. You know, you know me, I'm a sad sack. I'm yeah. Fucking, <laughs> I'm not done crying, actually, over a song <laughs> album that came out in, like, what, 2017, 2018? I think it was 2017, yeah. He's having fun again, and it's, at least on the surface, it's a lot more approachable. Yeah. Oh my gosh, he's so good. Yeah. If there was one band this year that I think I've never been happier for to just see them grow as Meet Me at the Altar. Yeah. They've got to tour with some really, like, well-known big acts, and they've, they've done a ton of shit this year. And the new album's really good. Granted, um, your song, that one, I did not intend to get that emotional off of. Yeah. Given the current climate, it can sometimes be hard to be optimistic. And this is one of those songs that I'm like, okay, even if my fucking elder millennial ass uh, feels like the world is collapsing in on itself, the kids got this. They'll be okay. And it's, it's shitty because like it shouldn't be their job to to get it like we should have their back and that's the people who often get left out of the conversation pretty much make their way without asking for anybody's permission Mm -hmm. these aren't the people you normally see in pop punk with normally just like some you know socal kid you know with spiky hair and it's like all right cool you knocked over a pack sun and journeys whatever like Congratulations, you look like Mark Hoppus in 1997. Good job. And yet, we'll never be Mark Hoppus. Which, shout out to Mark Hoppus, by the way, which, fucking hell, man. Yeah. I was like, 2021, you are not doing this. No. That's that's my pop-punk dad. You can't have him. He's mine. I need him still. <laughs> like, that shit. Oh, man. And I know we were, like, jumping over, and there's still so much stuff left to talk about. Yeah. I mean, we can't not talk about Slay Bells, though. Oh my god. You want to talk about an album that makes you feel like you can run through walls. Uh, that's his whole fucking album. <laughs> just saying a lot, because I felt that way about like the last handful, and Jessica Rabbit alone was fucking... Yeah. And I was like, again, th- I did that thing of, there's no way they're going to top this. Yeah, they did. Turns out, they did it quite easily. Because this album fucking slaps. It's so good. <laughs> It, this this was one of those albums that I'm like, all right, uh, from front to back, there's not a bad song on it. All of it's good. I'm, I'm here for all of it. Every single last track on it is my new favorite song. So, in the end, I just picked one and threw it on here. <laughs> yeah, because honestly, any of these would have been acceptable. There was yeah. none of these where it's like, oh, this one could have been better. Could I just put the whole fucking album on here? Would that be possible? <laughs> That's what the extended playlist is for. I don't know if this is anything that went into it. Like, I don't know them personally, but I feel like between this and even like Kid Khrushchev, like the EP that they had released, what, a year or two ago? Mm-hmm. No band ever wants to be pigeonholed. And yes, they could have basically rewrote Treats 
over and yeah. over again, it would have been fine. It seems like they, they just wanted to try something different, and it worked. With um, Lumberjack. Mm-hmm. I was so proud of Tyler during his, you know, Grammy that year, where not only did he get to perform, but also won. Right. And it was just something really cool of just him on stage and like seeing, you know, Jasper with him holding his switch because apparently during the Grammys he's playing Pokemon, I think, was the story. <laughs> and backstage, Tyler gives this whole story that like he won for hip hop album, but Igor was not a rap album. Right. And I think part of him maybe resented that. And I know he has some choice where it's like, not that he wasn't grateful he won a Grammy, but he was trying to show himself and even a community that we can make more than just hip hop. Yeah. So I found it kind of funny at first that like his follow up is to make a hip hop album, Mm -hmm. but yet made one of the best fucking hip hop (laughs) albums I had heard in a quite a long time and just leaning in on that. And then to just make a album that is essentially just celebrating the fact that, you know what? Life is good for him right now. He was <laughs> like, he won a Grammy. Like he's, you know, writing shows. Like things are just good for him. And he's traveling and he's just literally just living his life, mm-hmm. just being him. And yet the shit slaps so fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> the chorus of that fucking song is so funny to me. He's one that I hadn't listened to much and sort of picked up on recently. And I'm in, I'm here for it. I'm in. Sign me up. Sign me up, nice. baby. <laughs> Shout out to Mikey Eric, by the way. Yes. That Mikey Eric album transported me back to high school in a way that not much stuff does. Like, even the stuff I listened to in high school doesn't make me feel like I'm in high school quite the same way that Mikey Eric does. And that's not a bad thing. It's the, that whole vibe of just being like, I'm fucking 16, and I have a car, and I'm going to fuck some shit up, and it's going to rule. You ha- you're 16, you finally experienced a little taste of freedom for the first time. That was what this album felt like to me, and I, re- I really liked it. I love Mikey. He's a good dude. Mikey's such a good dude, and like the music just slapped, and this was such a great album. And it's just kind of the funny part of him being like, it's the return to punk rock. But it's like, you never left. But he's like, did I? (laughs) (laughs) For a lot of these artists, I'm sure it was was making something that just sort of distilling the essence of themselves and being like, all right. So we all had a lot of time to to sit and stare at the wall and, and feel our feelings and think our thoughts last year. And a lot of these projects kind of feel like this is what, became of that so like <laughs> i you know it's something distilled down to a concept or, or a feeling or a thought and everything just felt really like pure and genuine a lot of these albums did and i like it i'm here for it it's a shame that we had to <laughs> have the planet fucking melt down to get to that point for some of these people but Sometimes you don't realize the importance of things until the sanctity of those things is threatened. Right. I really liked your list because, not for nothing, I hadn't really been on my hipster shit in a very long time. (laughs) I fucked with real estate so hard. The real estate albums are really good. They And they're consistently good. Yeah. Okay, this sounds... Uh, rude, but it's I don't I don't mean it that way. Uh, Real Estate is one of those bands like they're definitely not changing the world, but every album that they put out is consistent and it's it's good for what they know how to stay in their lane and they do their lane really well. Right, and I like it. So I'm always I'm always excited to hear from them. I was excited to hear from Waves this year too. Waves is another band a lot like Real Estate in that. They're, I don't think they're they're doing anything super innovative, but like what they do, they do really, really well. Their core sound doesn't change, but they do switch up enough where, you know, one album, you know, or even within an album, it's like, okay, maybe this kind of leads more on more of like a psychedelic rock kind of thing. Or they could do a more intimate, groove-oriented track, or they could do something that's big and anthemic. Yeah. 
And I think that's really cool to do because not every band could pull it off because I had listened to several wave songs over the years and not one song sounded the same as before. And it's like, that's, that's hard to do. But they all also have that distinct sound where you're like, oh yeah, this is waves. I know exactly who this is. <laughs> I didn't even realize JPEG Mafia had released something new. Fix Yourself is such a fun track. <laughs> I love him so much. Um, yeah, he did. He was busy this year. He did uh, EP and I think his LP came out this year as well. He has a way of mixing humor into some stuff that can be really dark that is me. Like, <laughs> it's just something that I'm kind of drawn to where I'm like, ah, it's sad and we're laughing about it. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Dare I say, with each year we do these lists, I think we've really embraced us. Yeah. And I know this is probably getting way too emotional, but whatever. You know, when we first started doing this, it was like, hey, here's some fun shit. But then as we went along, it's like, oh, hey, I didn't really mean for this to dig as deep as we intended. And every year-end list that we've done, I think we're becoming more and more comfortable with who we are through the music we listen to. And I think there's something really kind of cool about that. Yeah. There's a lot of other songs that we could talk about. I don't know if those ones you wanted to mention, and I hope I didn't like gloss over anything that you wanted to cover the bachelor jason palehound album that polyvinyl put out over the summer um i know that made a, a tuesday tune or two um it's really good if you like lo-fi kind of noise wave shit where it's just like grumbly guitars and people barely singing um i think the only other thing we didn't really talk about we didn't really talk about japanese breakfast did they actually end up winning a Grammy or no? Nah? I don't think that's not until the beginning of next year. Okay. Well, they're apparently they're up for Best New Artist, which is funny to me because I'm like, this is the fourth Japanese Breakfast album. But yeah, sure. they've been around for a hot minute. Got it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Best New Artist, it's like, bro, like, y- y'all. Like, like, she's been doing stuff since like 2014, but okay, go off, I guess. <laughs> Shout out to Phoebe Bridges. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> oh, shit. How's that Foo Fighters album? Is that any good? I love it a lot, and I think that single is a lot of fun, and at mm-hmm. least in their discography. And I know, like, you know, you had made the joke out of that before that it sort of felt like it wasn't really going anywhere. But I find that to be the best part about it is it feels like a non-single because there's other songs in the album that would have probably been a better introduction song. That was the single? That was the lead single. Interesting. But I liked it because it just was different from the normal Foo Fighter song that would have been made a single. And yeah. I think for that alone, I thought it was just really cool. I don't know. I just really liked that album. And you're allowed to. Honestly, I didn't I didn't know it even happened. <laughs> People may make fun of them and like poke at what they're doing now but they don't get to do what they're doing now without laying the groundwork and that groundwork is some of the best music of the mid to late 90s people can talk shit all they want but they can do the damn thing (laughs) and they have done the damn thing why are we like this why can't we just enjoy things like and yes we are aware that the world is shit but, you know, much like we were talking about with Caro Caro and all of some of these other bands that we have in the list, like, sometimes, like... It's okay to have fun. Yeah. It's okay to like stuff. This list was stressful. Yeah. <laughs> this year was stressful, but you know what, though? Talking about some of the shit that we love and some of the stuff we don't even love. I think that's what made this year fun. And thank you for continuing this wacky journey with me. And honestly, for you listening, taking this wacky journey with us. So, what do you think? I've never been happier to wrap up a year, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the next one's going to be, you know, Sun Rainbows. But I think that, I mean, we could always say more, but I think we did a good job. I think that brighter days are before us. 
in the words of the philosophizing meet me at the altar. Um, I think next year's going to rule. I'm throwing it out there. Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to manifest good shit. And that's, that's solid. Let's manifest some good shit. Um, <laughs> we talked about doing some episodes that are just going to be like, what the fuck? But you know what yeah. though? <laughs> I'm more excited to do more of this, you know? <laughs> I'm really I... excited to do more of this. Yes. I'm excited for what is to come as far as our show and grow in this weird little thing that we've made. I am too. Yeah. And this is a long way to tease something that we had talked about for literally like years. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so excited for it. <laughs> um. Oh shit. We should probably tell people um, where they can listen to us or. Yeah, that's right. The internet is a place where you can find us online. Boom. Uh, episode over. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I was walking. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Instagram. TLAT podcast is the handle. I post there uh, semi-regularly-ish. Uh, that is one of my... <laughs> that is one of my goals for next year is to get better at posting. Um, I want to get back to doing Tuesday tunes, which is a thing in which I spotlight the weird shit that I listen to on Tuesday, the worst day of the week. Um, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Come at me. Um, it really you, is like the rise of Skywalker of, of weekdays. Days of the week. Cause it's like, yeah. it's not awful. It's not good. There's nothing to look forward to. It's just Tuesday. <laughs> and Tuesday sucks ass. So I try to give you something that for three and a half minutes or so makes your Tuesday kind of okay. Twitter, TLAT Podcast. Uh, that is where Adrian lives. He lives on Twitter. He is the Twitter troll. Um, Don't tell people <laughs> I live on there. Now I look sad. <laughs> now I just look like, like this man has nothing else going for him. So he's on Twitter, please. <laughs> like you have cool like stories and music, and I'm like, uh, y'all like American football. <laughs> Go follow him on Twitter and watch him start Twitter beefs with bands like Smash Mouth. Oh that shit, that's shit. right. That happened this year. We didn't even talk about the fact that we got blocked by Smash Mouth. Yeah, Smash Mouth doesn't like us anymore. Turns out they don't take jokes. Very <laughs> yeah, it turns out pointing out the fact that uh, they were a part of a super spreader event. Um, <laughs> they don't like oh that. Oh my god. They don't like that. They don't like it when you uh, show them receipts. Um, <laughs> we have an email address. I don't remember what it is. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert. It's uh, the same as our handle, but just at gmail.com. There you go. Nailed it. Okay. Uh, email us. Somebody, somebody, somebody will check it eventually i'm sure i do check it though okay there you go see adrian checks it we would love to hear from y'all like any feedback i mean granted there's social media so emailing us might not necessarily always be the quickest thing mm-hmm. but um it's always there for us you know for you also that's right we are on the platforms that stream podcasts you know you know the ones uh the googles and the the stitchers and the Spotify's and, and the, the Spotify's Apple. and the Apple shit. I don't And also T L A T podcast. Um I'm sorry, no, it's Adrianasissues.com slash T L A T podcast. Yes. One thing that I want to talk to Adrian about is one of my goals for next year is to drive more traffic to the website by doing website things. Oh yeah, shit. I was actually going to talk to you about that as well. And now that we're having this conversation publicly. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, he and I both enjoy writing to various degrees. So maybe we'll do some written shit on there. Um, that's oh, a thing man. that might happen. That's wild. I actually started doing that and I keep deleting it because I'm like, no one's going to read this. Now you said this. Now I look foolish. I yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, I do want to point out real quick, though, is... Yes. Thank you to all of you. Um, you're awesome. Like, and I know that maybe do we have like the biggest following? Not at all. No, we have the best following, and that's all that matters. Exactly. Like, we have so many cool people that have rocked with us. 
year in and year out and somehow keep coming back to us. And why? <laughs> Don't think about it too hard. <laughs> but I'm so appreciative of them because Ashley and I will have these conversations, mic- microphone or not. Yeah. <laughs> so the fact that other people are like, I enjoy listening to this, it's like, holy shit. All right. <laughs> Go off, I guess. Y'all are the best. <laughs> Shout out to you, Ashley. Shout out to me. Shout out to you, fool. All right. Cool. <laughs> Shout out to both of us. That's right. Hey. This got aggressive us. somehow. I don't know because it, this is so much fun. <laughs> um, Have a happy holidays, a happy new year, happy all that stuff. Uh, winter sucks ass, but we'll get through it and don't get swallowed by a whale. I was walking with the ghost.